0: Welcome to the Film Seven Podcast. How are you all doing out there? I hope you're all enjoying your day. My name is Andy, and I've got here with me, Jake. Hello, Andy. I'm back.
1: Yes, you're back. How was your time away? Oh, it was lovely, man. Yeah, just a nice week to get away. Sorry that we guys didn't have any content for you, but I needed a break. <laughs> you sent me those
0: pictures of you enjoying yourself in the beach, and I still hate you till now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it was, it was a really nice time. It was nice to just get away from the busy life of UK and stuff for a bit. So, oh uh, yeah. my,
0: my, my week was the opposite. It's been a very busy week, but I ended it by going to the cinema Yes, to watch The Joker. Joker. My goodness. What a film. What it? a
1: film. Now guys, we we will have a review for The Joker full on spoiler review. Uh, if you want to check that out, please look on our channel, on our page and you should find the episode there. Um but Andy before like obviously people are going to get nitty-gritty into the review, but in just a quick couple of sentences, what do you think of this movie, man? It's
0: the best film of this year. It's my, it's the best film this year. Period. Full stop. If if Phoenix doesn't win an Oscar, then the oscar is rigged that's it he has to be recognized he, I mean, he has to you know not just in nomination if he does not win tell me what i know we will talk more about this in the show but i have not seen a performance better than phoenix no neither have i he, he,
1: he's i mean so far we we may yet get some more performances we know we get into award season this is where we tend to see mm-hmm. the best performances but as of now Joaquin Phoenix has taken it, man. I
0: mean, not to mention how much weight he had to lose.
1: That wasn't CGI. It's a physical role. Yeah. It's a very physical as well. as Like I say, we're going to get into that. You can check out our Joker review on the other channel. But even if you don't, even
0: if you don't, go and watch The Joker. It is the best film of 2019, period.
1: Yeah. You heard Uh, it here. um, On a negative note, though, when I was in the cinema waiting to see Joker, we had Mm. the trailers come out. And there was this trailer for this film, which I, 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 after I watched the trailer, I put my hands in my head and I was like, oh, my God. What film? So it's a horror movie. Yeah. And the, <laughs> it's bit, the premise of it is basically like everybody has this app where I can't remember what the movie is called. Uh, but everybody has this app where it tells you how long you've got left to live. Okay, I
0: can. I finished it already in my head.
1: Okay, and everyone's like, "Yeah, look at this app." He's like, "I have fifty-seven years, all this stuff," and then this woman, I'll get the app. It says you have two days, and she's like, "What?" And then it turns into like this horror thing where it's basically a killer app, right? The the app is the killer, right? And then it uh, and I was and I was just like, "What is going (laughs) on? This looks awful." Well, you you've
0: actually described it better than it must look. The way you've described it just now, it sounds like an interesting
1: film. No, it, it looks awful. It <laughs> Honestly, I was just like, wow, we've come to this point where now we have to... The app is the killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: true, though. Everything has killed us in movies, from the
1: weather, to people, to the grandmas, to cats, to dogs. Now to, it's apps. Now it's apps. <laughs> Long time coming, but we're I here Honestly, I can't remember the name of the film. Good. Um <laughs> I wish I did so I could tell people don't see this <laughs> film. <laughs> like I can't remember, but yeah. But did you? Uh, okay, you did see the. Oh yeah, we all saw about Yeah, the joke. I mean, oh, I loved yeah. it, man. Oh, I yeah. absolutely loved it. Um, a, a, a film, especially a comic book film, hasn't left me thinking that much about film in a long time. Mm. In a long time.
0: Mm. Uh, we, we'll, we won't talk much about it. Let's just we'll save that for the, the episode. So, like you've said, you look at the playlist.
1: You'll see a Joker review episode out there, so hopefully you'll like it, but yeah. Yeah, we'll get deep into that. Uh, But let's kick into the main show, and the first segment of this show is the movie and TV news.
0: Gentlemen, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention.
1: So, Andy, up top we were talking about the Joker, Mm -hmm. very inspired by Scorsese films. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of Scorsese, though, he's been on the news this week. Yeah. Uh, quite controversial comments it's sent uh, Twitter crazy people agreeing with him people disagreeing with him and uh, you know as Twitter is it's it's, it's a war out there. I missed that that's, that's yeah but um, so these are what Scorsese had to say and it was uh, he was talking about the Marvel movies. obviously we, he's got this new uh, Irishman movie coming out. can't wait to see that mm-hmm. and somebody asked him about the Marvel movies and he says quote "I don't see them. I tried you know but that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well-made as, as, well as they are, with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks. It isn't cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. I'm going to start this one off. Mm-hmm. I love Scorsese. Yeah. I think, he's, I think he's, he's, you can't deny what an amazing director he is at all. Mm-hmm. I respectfully disagree with him on this. Well, I am amusingly, while laughing, I actually agree with him. Okay. <laughs> um, the reason I say that is because, to some degree, I agree with him. Uh, I, you know, some superhero movies or comic book movies are for the sake of, you know, entertainment and it's just, you know, whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think, in a sense, he's being a bit closed minded because there are other superhero or comic book films that are what he's saying do have emotional psychological consequences and you know stuff like that in them you know i look at especially some of the later marvel movies um, black panther you know infinity war and Endgame. those type of movies had dramatic weight to them i also see, uh, see films such as logan and things like that that do have this dramatic weight to them and it is, in some level, you do have these epic scale events, but you do. It is still human stories and what these people are going through. So, in that aspect, I do disagree with him. But maybe in his defense, he did say, "I don't see them." Maybe he hasn't seen the latest movies. He, his opinion might change. I don't know. Uh, but if he, if if these were his comments ten years ago, I may, I maybe would have said, "Yeah, I kind of see what you mean." But now, I think the climate's different. Hmm.
0: Well, I kind of think, in my opinion, I kind of think he does have a point in the sense that these comic book movies are very, um, they don't do justice to some emotions or they don't do justice to some situations where people find themselves in today. So, for example, you spoke about Black Panther and... Yeah, Black Panther is about this guy stepping into his dad's shoes and trying to live up to the expectation of being a good king like his dad. Now, and his dad died in a tragic accident. Now, if my dad dies in a tragic accident, the first thing that's going to happen to me is not going to a cave in the forest and drinking a syrup from, uh, you know, from a shaman and going into a trance and talking to the spirit of my dead father. So while the what has happened to him the tragic loss of a loved one is what everybody experiences their interpretation of how he dealt with it is different from how everybody else would therefore i think scorsese is saying there that the way they portray these emotions is out of reality i mean compare that to i know we're not talking about the joker here but Compare that to the Joker.
1: Well, I think a good uh, explanation since we're not there uh, is
0: Logan. Yeah, Logan. Yeah. Yeah. So Logan doesn't fall under the category. I don't think he saw Logan. Remember, he said he doesn't see these films. I don't think if he if the only Marvel movie, or the only superhero movie he saw, was Logan. I don't think he would have made that comment. He's probably looking at oh, Cap, Iron Man, Avengers, Black Panther, seeing them flying around throwing missiles. That's not how the world works. So these movies, you watch it, you get emotional. 5, 10, 20 minutes later, you've forgotten all about it. You know, it doesn't give you any deep reason for thought. It's quite different from the Mm. film, you know. So I think that's where Scorsese is coming from. But like you, he is... This guy is a god in film, (laughs) like... Like I was saying to you a couple of weeks back, if you go to film school, they will tell you to study Scorsese.
1: Mm. That's where he is. Yeah, of course. I mean, like I said, you you can't deny him of that. I also think it may just come down to taste mm. in film. Mm. You know, clearly, looking at his work, you know, a Marvel movie is not going to be his cup of tea. That, that's just down to taste as well. Do you know what I mean? I think he could just be like, well, I don't, just don't like him. Which is fine. Which is fine. That's absolutely fine if he doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. The truth is,
0: everything isn't made for everyone. Marvel films aren't made for everyone. You know, so it's, for do- it's not made for him exactly you know and that's it so
1: it is what it is it is what it is exactly it is. uh mm-hmm. like i said you can agree with him you can disagree with him but we are in your boat right yeah cool so the next bit of news comes from the war film 1917 uh directed by sam menders and dp'd by roger deakins roger
0: deakins is the best so if you're listening out there roger deakins is the best director of photography in the market right now. Uh, 100%. Like, no one comes close to him. Yeah. If you if you see a film and you see um, cinematography by Roger Deakins, you know it's going to look good. At, not, least, at least. At least look beautiful. It yeah. will look beautiful. The story might be crap, but it will look like a beautiful crap.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's get into 1917 then. So uh, a, a while back, we reviewed the trailer on Trail Park and we both had similar things we were thinking. It looks good but it looks another version of Dunkirk, which yeah. is something we've already seen. Yeah. Uh, so Dunkirk plus Saving Private Yeah, Lion. so we, we had mixed feelings on it. Uh, so they released this featurette where they basically talked about this movie is one long continuous shot. And they started going into the different techniques of the cameras and how they were executing this and all that. Watching this featurette, I have to say it excited me more about this film than the trailer did. Yeah. To see the craftsmanship, uh, to see, you know, people like Sam Mendes and Roger Deakins taking cinematography to another level, trying different things, experimenting with different things. I mean, isn't that the point of cinema is to keep, so, yeah. to keep pushing, Even, yes. keep pushing the envelope of what is possible to do. Mm-hmm. So on that level, on a technical level, on a craftsmanship level, the film looks like it's going to be made very, very well. Yeah. Uh, I can't deny that. The story, I don't know yet. The story seems a bit simple to me. But i think the main draw for this for me is going to be the cinematography and the use of cinematography to tell the story as well
0: yeah i agree with you yeah it's more this will be more a feat for the technical part of the film rather than the story which is not what we're used to we're used to going to watch films because of the story or the characters never because of the. a few times we go because of the technology like avatar and all of that we go because of the tech and this is just one of those situations where we do that where we are not watching, because I'm like you. I was not the least bit enthusiastic about that the film the trailer when I first saw the trailer. It was only after the feature that you showed me and I was like and I discovered it was gonna be a one take. It, that piqued my interest because I don't think we've had we've had one takes in war scenes before, but that was just a scene. We've never really seen it like an entire film as one take. So that'll be interesting to see.
1: Is it worth taking me to the cinema?
0: I don't think it is.
1: I I disagree with you. I think it is. I think the whole point of this is to see it, in the in the biggest screen possible. Yeah. I think this is a cinema film, definitely. Well, okay. Well, from from a, a cinematography point of view. So here's the thing, right? You of course you know that
0: now with streaming services and all that, it's it takes a lot more to get people off their off their seats to go watch a movie.
1: It takes an event film.
0: Yeah. You know you don't you, you people just don't go watch movies just for it it has to be something so um to me i don't know if it hits that hit if it reached the score you know the mark who needed to take me to the cinema now probably wait for you to
1: watch it let me know what yeah, you think I, th- I agree with you i don't think it's going to reach that market to get all these people to come see this film but i think it is definitely a film for uh people like us yes cinephiles yes i will certainly watch it it's definitely that a film for us i think more than the general public exactly it's more a study kind of piece yeah yeah Yeah. i I like the fact that well in the the featurette that he was talking about that there's no interior shots Mm. it's all exterior Mm -hmm. i mean as a filmmaker yourself you can that's that's gonna be a hard job very
0: hard and i could relate to when they were talking about the weather yeah because yeah you want to shoot a scene and you know <laughs> it, the weather sun is just a big it's always better to shoot when you as a filmmaker it's easier to shoot in winter because it's always cloudy in yeah. winter the problem is it's extremely cold and if you have a scene where maybe somebody's dressed in a t-shirt that's very uncomfortable but um i could so
1: relate to those challenges with the sun and the all that so and then when they were talking about the lighting as well is that because it's shot continuous you can't really put lighting in certain places because eventually you'll see it
0: yeah one thing that struck me when i watched the feature you know there was this um the, the hero scene yeah. that they put in the trailer where he was running yes and yeah there was that a lot was of long shot yeah. a lot of extras and all that i felt that was a bit of waste of money too big maybe thought. yeah too many extras they could that was the, that, that's where you need cgi you know to just put a few extras in the in the, the background.
1: Did they really need a thousand extras i mean f- for me i think if you can do it practically do it yeah you can, in most i cases. think if you if you if you have the opportunity to do it like much like christopher nolan he's very good at. he says can we do this practically or how much of this can we do practically and they'll do it practically if they can i think for me i want to see more of that happening obviously there are going to be some restrictions where you have to use cgi I mean, we also don't know because that shot that we saw is behind-the-scenes footage. Mm-hmm. They may add another thousand people CGI.
0: True, true, possibly, possibly. So maybe right. there was
1: only like a hundred there. Yeah. They may have added CGI as they use that as reference and then add another thousand. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you know, from what I saw, and I saw that many extras, There's loads. I was yeah. like, whoa, who's the producer? Then as I was asking myself, my brain was asking the question. The producer now came on set. I was like, why are you wasting, like. There are times where you use CGI, you know, like just to make a building bigger, add a tree here, add a street light here, you know, very, very, very very subtle
1: things. Well, I think the best form of visual effects is when you don't know it's visual effects. Yeah, the best
0: form of all the arts in filmmaking is when you don't notice it. The moment you notice something, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. So, yeah, so, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, this is the story itself. Okay, so now let's strip it away. From the technical parts. The story itself is just a mock-up between Dunkirk
1: and Saving Private, and Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, it's got that flavor. Yeah. Mm. Two
0: great movies, but you know, you, you can't just do that. You need, we need something more. We'll, we'll see. As,
1: mm. as we always say, we
0: shall we see. Shall see. I, I
1: think for me, I'm definitely going to check this one out in the cinema. Now. It has come back though. Did I have come back It too? has
0: Benedict Cumb- it wasn't He wasn't in the at, but he's in, he's in, he's in oh, the film. Right, oh, I did not know. Yeah, that. he's in the film. Okay.
1: Well, even another reason for me to go see it, because I love that guy. Possibly, Yeah. <laughs> okay so the next bit of news we go back to the small screen and that is stranger things has been renewed for a season four yep Andy, are you happy about this news i'm happy the
0: story hasn't ended the story hasn't ended i have a feeling so season one very good yes the best yes season one was the best season two huh not so much last season was better than season two I'm kind of feeling that season four will be really good. I have, I, I, yeah, I have that little feeling in my, my my heart that season four will be good. But what's interesting is Stranger Th- um, Netflix usually doesn't do four seasons. No.
1: no. So this is this yeah. is new. Yeah, I mean, I I think it goes to show the popularity of this show. Yeah. And people want more. Mm. You know, it's not a show that's got you know, hasn't reached the viewers they wanted to. No, this show is got viewers. It has. That, you know this.
0: To believe this show, I don't know if you know. This show got rejected fifteen times by other networks before Netflix caught onto it. Which and is crazy. It's crazy, man. Like if you're out
1: there and you're being beat down and you're getting rejected, just keep going. You never ever know. Someone will see this and go, "This is a good idea." Yeah, let's get this made. But anyway, back to this. I I'm like you. I love season one the best. I enjoyed season two, but it wasn't quite as good as season one. Season three, I enjoyed quite a lot.
0: Better than two, didn't you? Much better
1: than two. Not as good as season one, but not that far off either. I I had a really good time watching season three. Uh, I liked the introduction of the new characters and stuff, so I want to see where they go with that. The thing I want to see, though, is, and I put it in the show notes, is the show going to leave the town of Hawkins? Mm. I think you kind of have to. I think we've had three seasons there. I think if we stay there, we might get a similar sort of thing. Like, as great as all three seasons are, they do follow a certain formula. Yeah. Uh, and the only difference is that they just each season, they just do make it bigger mm-hmm. each time. Make the monster bigger. That seems to be yeah. the thing. And I think if they stay in Hawkins, I think there's only so much story you can tell there. I, <laughs> For me, I'd like to see them branch out.
0: Yeah, and they've attempted it before. A lot of people didn't like it, but I, I kind of like. If you remember in season two, where she left town and went to the city, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't like that. I kind of did.
1: I did as well. Yeah. I thought it was a breath, breath of fresh air. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So personally, it would be nice if they left Hawkins. However, it has to be done well. They just can't. It can't look like a contrived change of location. It has to be certain plausible scenarios. It needs to work with the story It well. has to work. With the, st- it, it, the story doesn't have to force it, mm-hmm. which happens a lot of times. But the thing t- to take off from the story for me is this is something new for Netflix. They've never shown this much confidence. The only other show I know they've shown this much confidence was House of Cards.
1: Mm-hmm. And Narcos. Narcos got a few seasons. And lasers. Narcos and
0: um, Orange is the new black.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of seasons they do, do that, but those, Th- are, those are all the ones that started out right at the beginning. Exactly. All the later shows, they're at re- three. Yeah, two, three, three. max, mm. absolute max. But most of the time, it's two, two. seasons. Yeah, yeah. So going to four. So man,
0: maybe I don't know. <sighs> Let's see how it goes. But we shall see. We, we shall, shall see.
1: see. I mean, one final note on Stranger Things. I think much like Game of Thrones. um, house of cards and stuff i think stranger things will go down as one of those tv shows that's one of the best ever made yeah i think whether you like it or not or something it's not consistent at times because i do think at times it is a bit inconsistent you can't deny this is a great show and what it's done to the industry yeah
0: no but season one dude season yeah because it was so fresh yeah it was was... so
1: like we hadn't really had anything Mm -hmm. like that at that point yeah you're getting the nostalgia of the 80s as well which is you know like I've said on the show before, people who were, you know, in the eighties who were kids in the eighties and nineties, are grown ups now. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's that's their inspirations. So. And
0: you couldn't tell if it was a horror or a drama. You you just didn't know. All you knew was that this film was evoking so many emotions and reactions in your brain. But you just didn't. And know. all based around kids as well. Around which is great. Which yeah. is scary as well. You know, anytime you put monsters next to kids, it doesn't look good. Well, and, really also,
1: and also, and also. Just the thought, you know, no disrespect to any, uh, to any child actors, but sometimes child actors are child actors. They mm-hmm. haven't quite mm-hmm. got it yet, yeah. but this cast here, they, they, they just gel so well. It was incredible, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. So, we're going to stick to the small screen, and that is Marvel TV to reportedly phase out live action stuff and focus on animation. Now, I'm going to clear something up here. Mm-hmm. Marvel TV... Is not the same as Marvel Studios, right? Okay. Happy you said that. This is completely. It's a. It's like a sub company. I'm happy you
0: clarified that because a lot of people will think you're talking about Marvel Studio, no. which does the films. This is not the folks who do the films. This is
1: not Kevin Feige. Right. This is not his crew. This, this is the. So many many moons ago, hmm. when Marvel was sort of kicking off. Uh, with their interconnected universe. We had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we had Daredevil, yes. all the Netflix, Marvel shows, Jessica Jones, the Defenders universe. And at the time, it was connected. It was connected. You know, they, they made references to the Battle of New York and all yeah. that, and we thought, awesome, cool, this is all one connected universe. So the, the person in charge of Marvel TV is a guy called Jeff Loeb. He's in charge of all the stuff there, and as we know, Kevin Feige is in charge of that. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I can't confirm this, but from what we've heard, these two don't get on. Oh, okay. They did not get on. Um, uh, Alan Horn, one of the one of the guys at uh, Disney, had to step in and say, "Right, Kevin, you do the movies, you do the TV. It's separate now, sort of thing." Mm. Um, and since then, you know, they've both been quite successful, mm-hmm. I thought. But now, now that because of Disney Plus, Marvel Studios are now doing TV, mm. live action TV, Hawkeye, uh, uh, Scarlet Witch, all these shows that we've talked about. Yeah, here. I see the conflict now. Yeah. So basically, Kevin Feige is like. Well, I don't want people to get confused. Right. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I want to play with all of my toys.
0: Mm-hmm. I actually see his point. I see his point. I completely. also see the other guy's point too. I've been doing this for 20 years. How dare you come in and just yeah, tell me it, to. Yeah, it,
1: it's sort of like that. So I see both their points. It's, it's, it is it's for Jeff Loeb, for him, I, it is sad. But it's his business. Yeah. You know, and, and unfortunately, the people at the top at Disney, you can't deny that Kevin Feige is a lot more successful. Yep they trust him more with this stuff so you do what you need to do yeah i mean what, what do you think of all this i mean the thing is
0: i like because i like animation as well the only thing is the, i want to see the love death and robot type of animation you know i want to see these adult, animated animated adaptations of these superheroes or not the flimsy disney colorful oh, you know so I like the idea, but I'm not sure I'm going to like the execution. If that makes sense. Mm.
1: Well, we, we don't know what other, any other products they've got going, you know, they haven't announced any animation product yeah. projects, which is interesting. Uh, I mean, they were going to have a live-action Ghost Rider series on Hulu. Mm. That's now been cancelled. That's been scrapped. That's the, which leads me to believe. I think the reason they've done that is because Kevin Feige wants Ghost Rider. Right. I think he would because I don't think you announce Blade. And make him a movie ghost rider is not going to be too far behind yeah it's, it's sort of like
0: marvel wants to do everything to keep feige happy everything he says is done he, what, what do you want yeah we'll, get what get it we'll, it we'll do it for you yeah. anyway which is a dangerous place
1: to be but you know because people peak but yeah i could but if anyone has proven that that he's deserved this it's him it's him but
0: it will peak I don't know if it has or it but it certainly will peak at some point point. and when you've given him this much assets you know and all that when he peaks it's now everything is gonna crumble like a house of cards but I do have confidence in him and he, as a smart man he knows what he's doing with this franchise you know so He's made up how many, how many billions of dollars? Has oh, it's guy? crazy.
1: Over 10 billion.
0: Bill- not just no, billions. Billions. This is GDP of countries. He's
1: made that it's, from it, films. It's, it's nuts, isn't it? Wow. But yeah, so the future of Marvel mm. hangs in the balance. We, we nah, shall see Well, the future is not in the balance. Well, the future is bright. For Marvel TV, that is. <laughs> yes,
0: for Marvel TV. Not
1: Marvel Studios. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah future is so bright. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, another person who's got a really bright future is Ava DuVernay. Fantastic director. We love her on the show here. Yep, uh, and she's got a new project, and that is with HBO. It's a new TV series, an adaptation of the comic book series DMZ. Hmm. Now, I myself have never, I've never read the comic book series. I've read some issues. Good stuff. I think it's quite up your street. Okay, well what's so? It about? I'll just um, I'll read you the synopsis. Yep. So. so DMZ takes place in the near future, where an American civil war has left Manhattan. A demilitarized zone mm-hmm. that is isolated from the rest of the world. Mm. The story follows a female medic who is desperately searching for her lost son in the DMZ while contending with gangs, military, mm. and warlords, all while saving lives along the way. Hmm.
0: Oh, DMZ, demilitarized zone. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So she's like a, a hero. Or she's just a normal person she's with normal skills? person she's with just survival a, she's skills. A medic. She's just a medic. Just a medic. And she's just going, looking for a son and just... And okay. helping people along the way. I do like ap- apocalyptic, end-of-the-world type, no law and what like. That's why I like Walking Dead. So, be interesting
1: to see. Yeah, I think for me, it it's, checks all the boxes. You've got uh, premise, a very, very good story. Yes. Okay. Strong it's, female characters. Strong female characters. Uh, second of all, you've got a strong female director, not even di- female director, strong director. Director, period. And Ava is one of the best in I the g- minute now. I right? agree. And, you know, she deserves all the credit she gets.
0: I actually agree. I really do. Um,
1: and and again, and you've got HBO. It's a HBO show. Mm-hmm. And you, you know they're going to pump the money in. It's going to be a certain production quality. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: Well, HBO gives you money after your first season. You need to prove yourself before. So if she can, you know, do what I we know she can do, with their first series or the pilot two episodes, then maybe we have something here. But I think HBO is is seriously looking for an heir to the Game of Thrones throne. Mm-hmm. See what yeah, I did no, there? no, I totally
1: <laughs> mean I think at the minute, they're sort of, for me anyway, it looks like they're setting up Watchmen to be that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with shows like this as well, they could have a few. That yeah. replaces that hole. Yeah, they're just going to
0: pump a lot and see which one And the one thing sticks. is, they're going to
1: have to start pumping a lot of series because all their competition are going to yeah. start pumping a lot of series. Yeah, Peacock is coming out. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy for this. No more, more news than that. I look forward to see what happens there.
0: Yeah. Talented
1: director, though. Ta- very talented director. And then we go into a talented actor, Winston Duke. Okay. You know him? He played M'Baku. On uh, Black Panther, and he was also in Us. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Winston Duke, yes, the comedian. Yes, yes, yes. the big guy. Yes. Uh, so he's teaming up with Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. and they're making a TV series for Apple TV Plus. I will watch that. He, I like him. So this is the the series is called Swagger. <laughs> And it explores the world of youth basketball and the players, their families, and coaches who walk the fine line between dreams and ambition, as well as opportunism and corruption. Did you say it's a comedy? No, it's not going to be a comedy. Uh, He's a a comedian. He's a comedian. Um, But yeah, it's going to focus on the basketball and the lives of the basketball players, their families, and all stuff. You know, I could watch it. I could, I could watch it because I like him. He's a very... I like him. I like, I like Kevin Durant as well. Yeah, he's, he's... a very good filmmaker. Yeah,
0: it's just... Um, yeah, I can see myself watching this, to be honest. I think... I'm not, like, pumped, excited. But I think this is the first um, material I've seen from Apple TV Plus that I've said to myself, okay, I can watch this. So, Yeah. So um, it's good news. It's better than what I've the heard. The stuff we've seen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's better than the stuff we've seen. So I wow. think for me, it's this, and um, the trailer came out for it. I think it was called "For All Mankind," where I remember, yeah, I remember. I think it was the yes, yes, it was where the Russians landed on the moon before. <laughs> yes, yes, it, yes, I, yes. I saw that trailer and I was like, "This is, th- this looks good." Mm. I actually thought this looks good. And I'm going to see this
0: one. I need to watch that trailer again. I remember us talking about it on the show, but I can't remember it. But see, that's how much... It didn't stick. It didn't stick. Yeah. You know? But So, yeah, we'll see. But that's a good lineup. Mm -hmm. It's coming up soon. November 1st. Oh, it's November 1st. Yeah. November 1st is when it all drops. When is Apple TV Plus
1: out in the UK? November 1st. November... Oh, it's dropping with the release. Yes. Okay. Yeah, as well as plenty of their other shows. that They've got... I think up to 10 shows dropping on release. Something like that, yeah. Have you... So, like, talking to other people, I know I
0: haven't, but I just want to know from your own point, have you spoken to anybody who is excited about Apple
1: TV Plus? No, the buzz isn't there. The buzz isn't, the buzz isn't there. Isn't there right? Like, the, the you know, obviously everyone's got Netflix, so mm-hmm. you speak about Netflix shows with people and uh, Amazon as well. Uh, but the buzz is Disney Plus. At the yeah, minute. the buzz is, is Disney. Exactly. So, you know,
0: that's what, the point is, I was going to say you can't use everybody has Netflix as an excuse to say that's why there's no buzz. Everybody's buzzing about Disney Plus. Everybody I know in every country is like Disney Plus, Disney Plus. But Apple, nothing. They haven't quite hit it yet. They haven't hit it. They haven't released anything. They have the stars. They have the Mimosa show. This one we're talking about. Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah, JJ. You know, they have all the stars but there's just something. I think they need a show that everybody can just go behind. You know, have that they need a game of thrones. a game of thrones, exactly. Just have that one to everybody is on it. Then you're like, Oh, while you're here watching our game of thrones, check this out, check that out. But they haven't done what it. So happened with Netflix. Exactly. House you, of Cards. House of, and
1: then you're like, Oh, what's this? Oh, exactly. what's this?
0: Yeah. And um we haven't seen this. Yes, they are gonna give it to us for free for an entire year, but beyond that, so that's the only reason I'm getting it. Yeah. You're not actually getting it. Exactly. That's right. I would pay my
1: money. Yeah. They're giving it to At the you. minute. Like, look, in 12 months time, after my free one runs out, uh-huh. if by then they've got really good shows, yeah. really good movies, then I'll be like, okay, I will carry on giving you my money. Yeah. So it's a one
0: year probation period. One year probation. I think that's <laughs> safe to say. Yeah.
1: That's why it is. Cool, so we're going to go over to the competitor, and that is Amazon. Now, as we've been talking, as the streaming wars have been gearing up, Mm -hmm. these streaming services, they've been getting in talent. They've been prepping themselves. And Amazon have got another one. Michael B. Jordan, Seth Rogen, and Evan Goldberg all teaming up to produce a drama called Middle West. Mm.
0: Yeah, you see, that's the thing. I think, I don't know if maybe the execs of of, um, Amazon listen to the show. I think they do, but... Apple, um, amazon is up in their game yeah they, they are you know i'm they, we know about the lord of the Rings series coming on this as well but recently when you i go on um on um apple um, on apple amazon amazon yeah amazon prime I, I do like some things i'm seeing there they, they are having better shows now obviously they need to improve their interface and make it more user friendly but it, it, it's It's getting there. The content is coming. Yeah, you know, the content is there. Have you uh, checked out Homecoming yet? No, I haven't. Put that on your list, man. You see?
1: So, you see, they have... That that is a must-see series
0: for me. Okay, Homecoming. Yeah, I'll probably watch it this week. Yeah. But they've got a lot of good shows. That's what I mean. Season 4, Mr.
1: Robot's coming out this month? Yeah. You see, that's the thing.
0: Amazon Prime has had Mr. Robot. Apple doesn't. Mm -hmm. You know, they need a show like
1: that. Uh, But Amazon, they've got loads of, like big shows now I mean obviously uh, we've talked about um, literally just ha- we just talked about it. Mr. Robot, Mr. Robot. <laughs> um, Preacher, Preacher. Is, a, is a big one for them um, uh, The Boys now mm-hmm. yeah you know, The Boys you, you know uh, I saw recently that The Boys is the most viewed superhero TV show of all time what more than Jessica Jones Daredevil. had more views yeah The Boys had more views than Daredevil really yeah it is the most watched superhero television show Wow, crazy! That is huge, man. Yeah. That is huge, and I'm so, uh, very happy to, yeah, for that. Exactly, and Amazon—they need to own that, yeah. and they need to be like, "This is the one now." Yeah, I think they need to make the boys and other shows as well be like, "No, we're coming for you, Netflix." Okay, and the last bit of news is still on the Disney Netflix type, and that is Disney mm-hmm. has banned Netflix ads on ABC, Freeform, and all other entertainment networks that Disney own. Right on the eve of the launch of Disney Plus, th- interesting. I th- no, it's not interesting.
0: It's just petulance. It's just childish. Yeah, it, it's it, it's it's yeah. Yeah, it's not. I mean, in the UK, it's, that's not even legal. You can't do that. But like, uh, why? Why do that? Why ban your competitors from? I, I get it, but I thought these businesses were more mature than that. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't see the why you're banning like. At the end of the day, what's good for Netflix is good for Disney. What's good for Disney is good for Netflix. You know, we all co- good content is good content, where regardless where you're watching it. I, I, I kind of like does does, Disney is this a move by Disney to say you shouldn't watch Netflix? Is it's that is, is that a you move from you, them?
0: I don't know. You can promote your stuff on our property, you know, but if you're if you're offering advert advertising services you need to advertise irrespective of who that person is, whether they are your competitors or not. If you want to charge them more, maybe you can do that. But you can't. You shouldn't ban them. I just think it's... Because what's going to happen is everybody's now going to follow suit. Then we'll now have this unhealthy civil war whereby... You know how... On your computer, you can't install two antiviruses yeah. because they conflict each other. You now get that thing where if you have Netflix, you can't have this. You know, it's not I've nice. got a
1: quote here from a Disney spokesman yeah. about this. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so uh, doesn't state he or she, but a Disney spokesman said in a statement, The direct-to-consumer business has evolved, with many more entrants looking to advertise in traditional television and across our portfolio of networks. While the initial decision was strictly advertising based, we re-evaluated our strategy to reflect the comprehensive business relationships we have with many of these companies as direct to consumer is one element. That is the biggest BS. Who, wrote, who was the person's title? No, no title, just a Disney
0: spokesperson. That's the biggest BS I have heard in a very long time. To be honest, that is, what do you mean you've, so you've aligned your advertising structure what's that sentence again the second to
1: the last one uh, d- 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 uh, we re- reevaluated our strategy to reflect the comprehensive business relationships to have with many of these companies so
0: to the comprehensive to reflect the comprehensive business relationship so that means the moment I own something that looks like a threat to you, you can't advertise on my platform. I mean, and Disney owns almost a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, that is not. That
1: shouldn't be fair. That shouldn't be legal. Come on, that's just too petty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in th- in the UK, we know you wouldn't be able to get away not. with that. Yeah. I don't know how US law works with this type of thing. I'm not. You know, I'm not there. So yeah. I'm I think, but they, I thought they
0: had very strict anti-monopolization. On- yeah, laws. You know, so. It, Obviously, this is one for a lawyer to break down and explain in English, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> e- even some of the, like, the, in this statement, even some of the things I'm reading, I'm like, you're just making up some words, you're just putting some words together tr- mm-hmm. to co- confuse people.
0: Yeah, so it's sort of like um, you've... You just say we have reevaluated our strategy to align with our the relationships we have. So you will accept business it's just it it doesn't look right i think it will create a war type of scenario where apple if you notice apple over the years are moving away from this exclusive you know everything has to be apple apple very soon the next apple iphone will have an C. yes yeah. you know because apple somehow this whole um It has to be. Uh, you have to yeah, buy ecosystem. from more ecosystem. It's no longer where the world is now. People are moving away and things are more open and there're less restrictions. So Disney is sort of trying to get us back to that time where there is a competition between DC and Marvel or Apple and Android or iOS and Android. It's just a, maybe I'm taking it too far, but I just yeah, I, like I it.
1: think this is still early days it is. to to really. Uh, Think about what what's going on here, but I think it's hasn't got off to a good start. It
0: hasn't. I don't like the sound of that. This is what I feared when um when you know when Disney started buying stuff, and thi- this is the kind of thing I feared they would start using their power to too to, much power to yeah. too much power to subdue their competitors. You know, this which is, is not good. That's how, not You good.
1: know, I I'm a huge fan of Disney, as you guys know, but there is a certain lines I will draw. I go no, mm-hmm. like don't do that. So like, now you can, on Fox.
0: You can't see any of those ads.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that is the news, Andy. Great stuff. Nice bit of news there. Uh, And we're going to go to our favorite place now where we get all the lovely trailers, and that is the trailer park. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So Andy, again, off the back of the Joker. Yep. Great marketing from DC. What uh-huh. do they do the week of Joker release? You release another trailer. For Birds of Prey. Fantabulous emancipation, emancipation. Of, of one, one Harley, Harley Quinn. What I'm just gonna call it Birds of Prey. I love that <laughs> this title. Is, I, great title. I'm just gonna call it Birds of
0: Prey. <laughs> no, I love I love I love like when the title is not what you expect, like Atomic Blonde
1: or you yeah. know, I like those kind of titles. No, it's not because of that. It's just it's too long <laughs> to say it in every conversation. So we'll call it Birds, Birds or of or Bop. Bre- Bop. Bop. <laughs> Bop what's going around. So yeah, they, we got the trailer. I'm gonna start this one off. I really like this trailer. Oh man, it looks fun. It looks hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. It, I love that the cinematography looks great, really colorful, the mm-hmm. use of lighting. Mm-hmm. It's got this, it took its, um, the best elements of Suicide Squad, like in terms of the lighting and the aesthetic, and made it a bit better, mm-hmm. if you ask me, fr- yep. from what I can see. Um, I have a slight issue, mm. and that is, you call this film Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. come on, it's a Harley Quinn film. Yeah, like, but I, I. there's just the comic book guy me. I think if you're going to do Birds of Prey, I think you should feature all of them quite equally. Yeah. I get it why it's mainly focused on Harley Quinn because she was, you know, she was the best parts of Suicide Squad. It's Margot Robbie. She's yeah. a huge actress. And it's a trailer. And it's a trailer. But clearly from the trailer, she is the main character. Anyway, that aside, that's a minor grip. It does look awesome. It looks really,
0: really fun because I don't. I watched it during the week and somehow I didn't enjoy it. Maybe because of the week I was having, it, but I didn't enjoy it. But I watched it today with you and it looks really good fun. It, it's fun. It's um. The I action think, looks great. Yeah, Maggie Roberts, she killed it. Man. She's killing it. I love again. the way she's faking that accent, but she's doing it very well.
1: I like the accent. I yep. like the accent. It's um. Sh- sh- obviously, it's not quite as as the original mm-hmm. you know um, I can't remember the actress name but the one who voiced it on the animated series mm-hmm. um, but Margot Robbie's an Australian trying to voice a New Yorker yeah she's, she but a she's doing a good job yeah um, she's definitely gonna steal the show here mm-hmm. she's got so much charisma yes you know especially as the character of Harley Quinn I love all the little quips and stuff the fact that she is kooky mm-hmm. you know she's just an insane girl mm-hmm. uh, I like that the dynamic is going to be interesting because you have the Huntress and Black Canary and Rene Montoya, which they all look like they're going to clash. Yeah. You know, it's like, because you see in the trailer, we have to work together, and they're like, us? Like, sort Mm -hmm. of thing. So I'm looking forward to that element. Um, Ewan McGregor as Black Mask. (laughs) He looks great. He He looks looks good. I'm slightly disappointed that he is not wearing the Black Mask. His name is Black Mask, but again, it's you and McGregor. you got to show his face. I, I just, I, yeah, exactly. You I, have to I, I show his it, face. I get it. Yeah, I,
0: you just have to, especially because, I mean, you to give him a mustache and just ask him to talk so, softly yeah. so we can see everyone. But no, but no, I, I do love it. He was, it's not on the news. You know, the cool, one of the things we like about the Joker is nothing on it felt on t- too much on the news. So yes, his black mask and all that, yeah don't you know rub it yeah Yeah, exactly you know even harley queen in her performances i'm hoping the director is telling her to not take it down a notch don't go all harley queen like in the animated series and all of that just be your own harley queen and all that which involves taking it down a notch and all of that but it is just i like you know don't When you're doing an adaptation, my point of view is you don't adapt 100%. Take You take little bits. Take little bits, you know. So it's okay. Some of those changes are passable. Let's see what they do with it. Yeah, I mean,
1: I... You should look at it as inspiration, not as an adaptation. Mm. You go, I like these bits and these bits and that character, and then make your own story around it.
0: Exactly, not just repeat everything. Exactly. Yeah. So this one um, is certainly a cinema one for me.
1: Oh yeah, one hundred. It's February twenty twenty. Yeah. So we've got still quite a few months away, Mm -hmm. but you know, from the first reactions, I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy that with Joker, Birds of Prey, and then after that, Wonder Woman eighty four, we're getting three. DC movies, and all of them are so different. Yep. Like Joker, as we know, is a rated R thriller character study. Birds of Prey just looks like a raunchy action film, you know, with plenty of laughs. And Wonder, and we we know sort of what type of film we're going to get with Wonder we're All mm-hmm. very different. Mm-hmm. I think Warner Brothers uh, are doing a good job at the minute. I'm happy. I want them to... I
0: want them, DC. I want them to stay in their lane and not try and be Marvel. Yeah, I think they should, they've learned that lesson. Yeah, they should just do that. Just keep doing what you're doing, making this. It's dark. working. It's working. I really want the Joker to make a lot of money.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll get it. We'll get into that. We'll no, get, because, in. no, because
0: because the reason I said that is because I want Hollywood to recognize there isn't just one way to make, make superhero, superhero film, films.
1: Yeah. You know, so that's just. It. But we'll talk more in the review. Yeah. So Birds of Prey, two thumbs up from us. Two Check out that up, trailer. Yes. And can't wait to see us. I also can't wait. The hyenas, man. Yeah. Like, they brought the <laughs> hyenas in. I was like, yes. It's definitely one for the cinema. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, next trailer is Lucky Day. And this is a new film starring Crispin Glover. I wasn't too sure what to think about this film, Andy. Uh, the beginning, I didn't like the beginning of the trailer at all. It basically sets it up to be this guy. He was in an incident. You've been let out of jail. Now this guy's come to kill you. It's a typical revenge story. And I yep. thought, eh, what? like a taken sort of thing, yep. you know, whatever. But then they introduce the the guy who's killing after him. They say, he's he, he's effing crazy. He thinks he's French. He actually thinks he's, <laughs> French. He thinks he's French. And then they went into that scene where he's talking in that French accent, but so badly. <laughs> like in a, in a scene, you're like, yeah, you're not French. <laughs> and then from there, I was like, okay this looks fun it's not taking itself seriously that's the key point like and it knows it's not taking itself seriously let's like, why not yeah, yeah why not I, I it's not definitely not oh I need to see this film right now but if it's on there I'd be like yeah cool yeah. and I, the good thing
0: is it's on Netflix isn't it I think so um I don't know I don't yeah, know I'll well, check that out yeah but I agree we it started this, the trailer started and I thought it was ADR. And yeah, I thought the audio was off. Yeah, and I thought it was a foreign film that they subtitled on English. And in my head, I was like, why is he showing why are we reviewing this film? We, we normally review like, you know, good films. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not saying foreign films are bad. <laughs> no, I but I know, uh, you know, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. But um, so I was like, why is that happening? Then later I found out no, they were actually maybe that was a technical problem and all of that. But it does look very Tarantino-ish, very
1: yes, messy. I believe it's one of the co-writers of *Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction*. Yeah, so he has that. Tu- yes, you're right. Yes, it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. So he has that touch of over-the-top violence yeah, and all and of the,
1: that. The 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 use of the music in the trailer as well, very Tarantino style of yeah. music to be put in your films.
0: Yeah, and you know me, I'm a huge, huge, huge Tarantino fan, and I love his style of film. So I will love. I will. I think I'll like this based on the fact. You know, it's up Tarantino Street, so i love it.
1: Okay, so the next trailer is a film I'm definitely not going to see, and that is <laughs> Trick. Huh. I mean, this, so this is a horror movie. Ki- you know, typical teenagers at some party. They play this spinning game, and it's like a knife. Yeah. A knife that says trick or treat, and then basically it abducts you and it turns you into a killer.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's Scream. Plus, um, what's that one with the game? I want to play a game.
1: Um, Saw. Saw. It's yeah. Scream plus got Saw. got the go-porn. Yeah. And it's got that yeah, the scream element scream of this Scream of the stabbing stab killer yeah. slasher. But done very, in my opinion, the way I look, very, very poorly.
0: I don't know. Like, did, did these filmmakers, do they not know we're in 2019?
1: I yeah. They're not seeing what's coming out. Exactly. Like... like we i think we are even even better than the 80s now i think we are at the pinnacle of horror
0: movies of movies yeah P- no,
1: well yeah movies as well but i think horror specifically yeah. when you're getting movies like hereditary us get out Oof. the conjuring Oof. you know these mo- and horror movies that you thought yeah horror, horror was just a typical well i'll chuck a horror now it's like i need to see this film right like, yeah. because it's getting so much buzz and, and they really thought-provoking movies story-wise mm-hmm. Um, are they not seeing these films coming out? Are they not seeing the quality of the these quality, films? Exactly. And then they decide, let's make this. I mean, like, you go on
0: Netflix and you see some films that are really good, and you see a year of release 2017, and you're like, how has this film been out for two years and I'm only just seeing it? It's because there's so much good stuff out there. It gets lost. Yeah. yeah. And you only have how many hours of Netflix a day, a week? Five or something. You know, so there's so much to consume. And you're right. And it comes out and they have the nerve to take it to the cinema. Oh. Yeah,
1: the, yeah, it's <laughs> going I mean, to th- this is This has got to go. Like, I, I'm definitely not going to see this one. This film looks like it was made in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I it, did, it looks like it should be released there. Yeah. It looks like it'd be one of those films that came out in the 90s that had a cult following. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. But you can't do that now unless yep. it's really good and, and like, it takes it into a direction we haven't seen before
0: yeah or it could be this film was actually written then but they didn't have a producer to get them the it's money taken them like 20 years 20 to, years to get the funding and they released it at way after it's time i mean
1: if that's the case <laughs> it's like it's taken you and it, ha- it 20 years there has to be a reason and uh <laughs> you haven't noticed that this film sucks <laughs> Like I'm, so, I'm sorry, no. I'm sorry. Anyone who worked on that film, sorry, I know you all probably worked very hard on it, but
0: I, I it's just now. No, no but to be fair, some of these things do take time. I mean, my last film, which I, it took me two and a half years to make, and it's a forty-minute film. Yeah, you know, so these things do take time. They do.
1: I, I get that, but, but anyway, let's but, yeah. move on. Yeah,
0: let's, let's move on. on. So but we wait, got wait, wait, let's just finish that. That is not cinema, is it? Is it?
1: Um, this is put it... This, this, one, this where, where, is... Uh, this is... Uh, don't acknowledge it. Don't even buy the DVD. Not, not for me, no. Don't I, even buy the DVD. Don't no, even watch it on... No, not going Because I, I look at this, I'm like, I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> my time is so much more valuable than to be watching this.
0: So even when it comes on demand and you see it on Netflix, don't even put it on your list. No. So just
1: skip over <laughs> that. Skip it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, That's on. one for me. <laughs> 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 I'm moving on. Um, a film I will see, though, Yeah. only on Netflix... Um, and that is Six Underground, mm. the new Michael Bay movie starring Ryan Reynolds. Mm. And that I've I've explained the film to you. Yeah, Michael Bay. So action, explosions, and Ryan Reynolds, good comedy. And it's coming out in December. It's coming out in December. So yeah, that's now. It. I wouldn't see this film on the cinema. I watched the trailer. It's not. Yeah, I- I'm not going to see this film in the it's cinema. On ne- it's, on it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I, on I believe Netflix. it yeah. might get a cinema release. Okay. Uh, possibly you know what Netflix are doing now they like just for a limited time. Yeah. Uh, and it's a Michael Bay film as well, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it should be seen on the big screen. True. How terrible or not, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. over the top it is, it's yeah. So, I'm not going to spend my money to go this, see this film, but if it's on Netflix and I'm not doing anything, you know, and there's nothing particular I want to watch. Okay, I'll check that on. You
0: know, I was saying this is we were talking off yeah, and I was saying this is kind of film you watch in December. You've had your turkey, you're just lounging on the sofa, you're and you like, fall asleep to And it. you <laughs> fall asleep, you just want something playing, everybody's somebody just on the corner out is everywhere, playing. Yeah. yeah, playing card games. You just yeah, just put it on and just go on it. It does look it's got Ryan Reynolds. It does look it's a Michael Bay film. It's a Michael Bay film. That means you're gonna have a lot of explosions, over-the-top action. The, f- the laws of physics do not apply. apply. No nope. nope. apply. Like physics doesn't exist. You, you know and all of that. But that's what you're gonna get.
1: But is it gonna be a good Michael Bay film or a bad Michael Bay? It's film? gonna be
0: a good Michael Bay film
1: because they are the they are two different types. Yes. Because you get good Michael Bay films like uh, Transformer. The first Transformers. Yes. The first Transformer. Yeah. Uh, Pain and Gain mm-hmm. was awesome. Uh, what was that he did? Um, is it The Rock? He did. Did he do the rock? The was rock. It, was w- he
0: the one with the rock? I the, thought that was
1: the, the rock with um, Sean Connery. Sean
0: Connery and um, yeah, yeah, in I Alcatraz. Think, yes, yes. I, so was it?
1: Was that him? I think so. Oh, I think Cole so. Okay. So he has done good movies. But then you also get Michael Bay movies like Transformers: Age of Extinction, which I couldn't believe my eyes. Everything, everything <laughs> apart from the first. <laughs> yeah, Everyone yes. apart from
0: the first. It's um. To be honest, yeah, it's um. I think it's going to be a good one.
1: You think? I think it's gonna I, be I'm gonna hold my judgment until I see it. I don't I, know. The trailer you, hasn't interested me. I mean,
0: you're not gonna see it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, By the sound I, of it. Well, yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> like it I w- it'll probably take someone else to say, let's watch this, and I'll be like, Okay. Well
0: yes. I mean I think I want to see Ryan Reynolds a lot more. That's probably why i I mean we all love him. Ryan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why he's the new
1: Will Smith. Yeah. Because Will Smith is doing things like Gemini, man. So but what I hope don't happens is that I hope they don't keep on getting Ryan for the same role. They will. Too. That's but I don't like that. I think Ryan's a great actor. Honestly, I do think he's. I, I think he's underestimated sometimes mm-hmm. of how good he is. People just think of him as a one type of character. Yeah. But obviously, since the success of Deadpool, he's yep. been brought back into the limelight, and it, it almost feels like they want to do another Deadpool character with him. Yep. I get it, but. Let the man do other things as well, like,
0: No, that's the curse of being so good in a role. Everybody wants you to do the same like thing. Will Smith. Will Smith, exactly. They just want you to. You become typecast, and that's it. The Will Smith show. It's exactly. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I, we've spoken about Gemini Man, so we won't talk much about yes. it.
1: Well, we'll talk about it a bit later. Right. Uh, so <laughs> we'll get on to the next trailer, and that is the new film from Guy. Richie, oh, my the God. The Gentleman. Now, oh. I'm going to be honest. I haven't liked the last couple of Guy Ritchie films. I love Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I think he's too. an amazing... Ah. Snatch is one of my favorite... I think it's my favorite British film ever. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Definitely British mm-hmm. film. And one of my favorite films just in general. I love that movie so much. Um, but I haven't enjoyed the last couple of things he's done. I thought that King Arthur movie was terrible. I loved...
0: I, I See... I liked the direction. His direction was good. The film was terrible. It was all over the place. The story, the story was terrible. The yeah. cast, the casting was even was worse. Awesome. Was yeah. worse. But the direction, how the story was told,
1: was good. And that's Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I think a film like that is not a Guy Ritchie film. It's not. It's it's definitely not his comfort zone. Yeah. I, so um, that's that's the producer's fault. It, not yeah. And there's other, And I haven't seen Aladdin yet. I know, shame on me. Mm-hmm. So I can't actually criticize on that yet. But yeah. a- anyway. This, though, is Guy Ritchie doing what he does best. Yeah. This snarky British humor. Cockney. Cockney, tongue-in-cheek, gangster sort of, um, and not taking itself too seriously either. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's got a fabulous cast. Oof. Charlie Hunnam. Uh, who else was in it, man? Just... Who wasn't on it? Yeah, who wasn't? Um, it? um what's it? Colin Farrell was in it. Anyway. Yeah. Fantastic cast. This is one of the movies I'm like, I didn't even know this was coming out. And I was like, yo, I'm seeing this film in the cinema. This
0: is a Guy Ritchie movie. Period. It's not some company hired Guy Ritchie to make a film for them. This is a Guy Ritchie movie. This is his film. This is his film. It has his signature on it. And like you, I am a huge fan of the man. I'm a huge fan of the way he directs and the way he tells a story within a story.
1: That's a straight mark. It's so meta. Even in the trailer, yeah. the trailer was meta because mm-hmm. it was breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. They were narrating the trailer to you. Yeah. That's just Karichi, um, isn't it? It's Karichi. It, it, and, and he uh, does it so well so because, well. as we know, when sometimes when you break the fourth wall, it can go very wrong and mm-hmm. it does not work. Yep. Yeah. He, like him, between him and Deadpool, they're the kings. Yeah. <laughs> they, he just yeah. knows how to break that wall so well, but without taking you out of the film. Mm-hmm. And it's just.
0: No, he's he's you know I'm very excited about this. I mean, I know we have. If you're not into like British films, you might not get it. A British humor, you might not get it. But he's um up there. So and the name is just the name, the, ge- the gentleman,
1: uh, the gentleman. Yeah, the gen- it's it's a it's a Gary
0: film. film. You know, that's just the name. You know and. The styling, the clothes, the color. You see the backdrop when they wrote Guy Ritchie. They have the blueberry mm-hmm. um, thing, which is very English. You know, it's just, it's a Guy Ritchie film. Walk and war. Walk. So it's certainly one for the c- cinema. It's certainly yeah, one for the cinema definitely for me. one for cinema. Yeah, film. it's a cinema film. When uh, is it
1: out? No date yet. No date yet. So okay. coming soon. It's Fine. Please. I'm all for it. I mean, I would imagine if they release the trailer now, probably sometime next year.
0: Yeah. Um, this is not a summer film. It's certainly not a winter film. So it's February.
1: Oh, it's maybe early next year. February, ma- yeah. January, February, March kind of thing. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. We'll yeah, see. We'll, we shall see. And for the last trailer of this week, we have Richard Jewell, which is the new Clint Eastwood movie, directed mm. by him, not starring. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is based on a true story. It's based on the 1994 Atlanta bombings, yeah. where we see this man, Richard Jewell, he is a security guard. It looks like he's some sort of security guard where he notices a bomb, points it out that there's a bomb here, saves all these people. But of course, he like is. they say in the trailer, uh, he's a suspect Yeah. for this whole bombing. Yes. Uh, and it just sort of escalates from there where it's him versus these people. He's proving his innocence. They think he's definitely the bomber. It. For me, this looks incredibly... Um, like it gets you in, in the sort of heart in the chest. I think. I mm-hmm. think with the. I think it's definitely a Clint Eastwood drama. Yes, it is. I think he knows. He knows really well how to engage you in a story with characters alone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Clint Eastwood, like all most of the films he has made, have been adaptations of real life stories, yes. and he's done it well. He knows how to do very
1: well. It. Uh, and the cast looks amazing. Yes, Sam Rockwell as uh, Richard jules lawyer. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, just... I mean, I
0: never knew of this story. I never knew of the story so i'll probably need to go and do some research into it and see whoa is this what he's going to talk about what he's about to tell us a story about but um eastwood is just a master of doing that real life stories adapting it to um this so it's going to be it's going to be extremely emotional i suspect i don't know how the real story has ended but his his films when he does this it really brings out the emotions in you so yeah,
1: maybe, for me, I don't know if I'm going to see in a cinema, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I'm the same with you. I think I'll, I definitely want to see it. Yeah. But I don't know about cinema.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's a cinema one for me. So it's probably just going to wait for TV. TV. Yeah, yeah. On a streaming service. On, a stri- I mean, nowadays, streaming service and TVs
1: are... Same thing. Same thing, yeah. So, yeah, um, that is the Trailer Park ND. Yep. I would say, for me, I think it's been a so-so. Half of them have been quite good. Yep. Other halves have been like, meh. Yep, some
0: good things are coming from some, some
1: names we know exactly uh i think for me obviously i'm really looking forward to birds of prey but it's the guy richie film it's the me. guy richie for me to me we, i mean
0: we've always known harley queen's the emancipation of harley was going to be a fun movie you know but it's the new ones that i'm really excited about which is guy richie's coming back in his in true form in his true form you know he's left all that and he's gonna do it so looking forward to that one yeah
1: Okay, so that is the trailer park, and mm-hmm. now we're going to go into the last segment of the show, and that is What's Coming. you could got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky?
0: Well, do you,
1: punk? Zandy, Yeah. couple of movies coming out this week. Yep. One of them in the UK, one of them in the US only. I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about that one in a second. Okay. The first movie that's coming out this week, I know you're really excited <laughs> to see this one, Gemini Man.
0: <laughs> if excitement... Is the same thing as wishing you were. (laughs) Man had invented a trip to Mars so you could have been in Mars when this movie was released and not see anything about it. Then yeah, I agree with you there. But (laughs) (laughs) this is this is. It's painful to watch because Will Smith is one of. Growing up, Will Smith was the star. Smith, yeah, he's was the big, big name. Yeah, it was the big black star you could see on TV. Him and Denzel, and Denzel the ones that you could see and be like, whoa. It's painful to see how he's... It's not his fault. Everything, you know, you come, you go. Life is about cycles. But it's just painful to just watch that he's got into this level where he keeps making bad after bad after bad. And before you know it, he's going to be like um, um, Nicolas Cage or yeah. Bruce Willis, you know, you know. Where you sort of fizzle out. Yeah, they just fizzle out. St- you start seeing them come up in student student films not student you start seeing them come up in some because this weird, Gem, films, weird yeah. films this Gemini man is literally is terrible it, it, this, the story is outdated this is we, we don't people of 2019 don't find that story interesting anymore
1: we've seen it we've seen it loads of times and the thing is I'm really surprised as well because it's Anne Lee who's directing you know, and we all know Anne Lee is a Phenomenal director, one maybe, of, one of the best. Yeah, maybe say.
0: hyped. Maybe 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 hyped. But, maybe not as good as we thought. But he's doing a film like this. I don't know. I don't maybe know. it's not as good maybe not as good as we thought because I've seen the clips. Oh I, yeah, it does not. It does not look good. I thought the first time we saw the featurette because this film came out with featurette. If you remember, yes,
1: yeah, the the trailer.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah I remember saying it on this show. There is something off about the cinematography. It looks, lo- and I was like, maybe because they haven't added the CGI but now the full cinematic trailer is out and it still looks crap film's out next week and it's out next week I'm just not watching this man and I don't know if anybody should mm-hmm. I love Will Smith and it's because I love him so much that's why I'm saying this but this is a miss for me not even DVD like, no this is a miss for me
1: I think I no I will not buy it on DVD if it's on a streaming service or something, I may check it out at some point. Mm-hmm. I am somewhat interested mm-hmm. just to see how this movie pans out. I can tell you. But, but yeah, no, I, I am not going to waste my money in the yeah. cinema. I can here. tell
0: you how this movie will pan out without watching it. I can. And we can put money on it. And I'm telling you to the beat, this is what will happen. Mm. That's how bad this movie is. See it coming. Yeah, and I'm not happy saying it, but it is what it is.
1: Okay, so another movie that we are definitely looking forward to, yep. and that is, Parasites. Now, yep. the reason I bring this up is because I am angry. Yep. I am angry about this <laughs> no, film. No, don't be angry. This film. No, I shouldn't be angry. <laughs> this film is coming out in the US this week, yep. but not in the UK and not until February 2020. Yeah, because America got. I'm America just like America's first always. Well, the thing is, it's a Korean film, so it's it's got a you know different. I don't know how it works with territorial rights and l- releasing you know I, I, I don't know the, that business side of things when is it coming out
0: in the EU because you now have to ask those questions when is it coming out in America EU and England because now
1: it looks I think like next year early next year throughout early next year
0: with the EU as EU, well yeah EU, okay. EU
1: countries you know it's it's had premieres everywhere it, you know and it comes out officially in the US it did say for a limited time mm-hmm. so probably like a month or maybe something like that we'll see but I'm upset because this movie looks freaking great. Mm-hmm. The critics have just come out of this and they have said this is one of the best films of the year. Right. Uh, and I had a feeling from the trailer that this is going to be yep. something special. We, yeah, we reviewed it on the show. What yeah, did we? We, we did. Uh, just to remind everybody, it was a Korean film about this guy who wants to join this family uh, to be a tutor. And basically, his friend says, "Just he's like, I'm not choosing. He's like, just fake it. Fake it, yeah. Just fake, it. and it, and then it goes into some weird stuff. But I'm really, really looking forward to this film. I want to see this film in the cinema. I'm a bit gutted that I have to wait until 2020 to see it in the cinema. But it is what it is. I think this is an exception.
0: There will be some behind-the-scenes reason why this was done. Maybe there's some scenes that were shot in I don't know, shot somewhere." And there's just some legal things around it. I because three months is a long time in film. Mm-hmm. One week is a long, long time. time. Yeah. So to do it's literally three months in film is like two years. You know, so it's like saying you release a film in one part of the world in 2019 and the other one in 2021. It's just um there has to be more to it than what we know so far. So it's worth looking into.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it now and uh UK it mm-hmm. comes out. Well, I just had it. Seventh of February, twenty twenty. Um, <laughs> do you know? And, and like throughout, this is weird. Netherlands, twenty eighth of November, this year. Mm. Um, Hungary, fifth of December. Sweden, twentieth of December. Who? Spain, twenty fifth of October. Who's the? Who's distributing this film? Ah, uh, let me have a look. Sorry about this, guys. Um, no, but it doesn't say and here it's
0: fine i mean i'm sure there is there are some reasons and if we do some digging in we'll probably find it out but it is what it is we'll probably talk about it when it comes out in the uk oh yeah then de- definitely but um yeah guys that's so that's it for today guys um hope you've enjoyed the show go and watch the joker please please go and watch the joker and listen to our review our spoiler review on our playlist Jake, where can the good people find you? Uh, so you can
1: find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sweaty Jake, talking all things Joker for the next couple of days. <laughs> yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Unduaj,
0: N-D-U-A-J.
1: And you can also find us, Film 7 Podcast, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Film 7 Podcasts. And check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all major streaming services. Till next time, have yourselves a film-filled week.